You are now listening to the self-proclaimed greatest listen in the Hunter and along the coast. What's new in the castle? We need to hear you, Newcastle! Brickies, welcome back to another episode of What's New in the Castle, the self-proclaimed greatest listen in the Hunter and along the coast podcast that makes your faces cringe and your ears hurt. Uh, obviously, this time of year, crazy, crazy times, busy, 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 Xmas is on its way, no footy, not much to talk about, but there is still plenty of things to be bricked up for, for the end of 2023. Cambo and Sammy, they'll be joining me back on the podcast in the next couple of weeks. I've also been absolutely flat out like a headless chook. Uh, so stay tuned, you know, prime that brick, get it ready to go, because we've got still plenty of more things to come in 2023 before we get on to 2024, the year of the brick. The brickies get bricked up for that. Uh, today's episode, it's just going to be kind of like a worst of episode. We're going to call it the best of 2023, but we'll call it the worst of 2023. Plenty of great memories of the podcast this year. And like I said, plenty more things coming up. We're also trying to get all you brickies in, you know, like a little community. So we've got a Instagram channel, the brickies, make sure you join that. You'll hear plenty of stuff from Cambo, Sammy and myself. We'll get you involved. We want you involved. Like we said, we've got the voice message system. Our inbox is always open. Any other ways you want the Bricky community to connect together, you just let us know. We're open to ideas. We love yous. We love yous. We love yous. Honestly, we do. Um, if you haven't yet, go onto Apple Podcasts and leave, uh, we'll click five stars and write a five-star review. It helps us out massively. We've seen some great ones this year. It honestly helps us boost us up in the podcast rankings and, you know, more opportunities for us. Like, we love yous, but we also do it because we love it. If you can go and leave a five-star review, please do it. You'll get us bricked up. We want you to do it. Just go and do it. Pause the podcast. If you're driving, pull over the side of the road. Don't do anything illegal. Go onto the Apple Podcast Store, click five stars, and write a review. It's so easy. So easy. What are you doing? Just do it. Just do it. So sit back. Open up a can of whatever you want, relax, put the earphones in, get bricked up, and be excited. This is what's new in the castle, the worst of. Cheers, legends. Uh, Bruce's Campbell, we haven't talked about since Dom Young, mm. the Englishman, the flying Englishman slash Jamaican, I believe. There's yeah. dreadlocks. He's going to Bruce's Campbell for next year. Yeah, out of Wakefield, straight to Bondi. Straight to Bondi. Via Newcastle. You, we, I don't want to admit this. I know you will admit this, but we can see why. Why he's done it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I well, what do you reckon? Like, I don't know. Like, the cash is probably obviously better. He's getting upgraded, yeah. And he probably would go there for less than what he would have stayed at Newcastle. Incorrect. So, Roosters have paying him more than what Newcastle offered. Reportedly. Oh, wow. So, Knights offer, four years, 500000 a year. That's a Knights offer? Yep. And that was the lowest out of the three clubs chasing Rabbitohs, Roosters, Newcastle. Yeah, right. So, the way I'm looking at it, Daniel Tupo, he's off contract next year. I don't think the Roosters re-signed Tupo. Roosters re-signed Tupo. 
Tata Jackson Paulo, Tata Corey Allen. Okay. See why Wong or someone will come into the centres. Dominic. Well, well the Roosters on the wing. The Roosters try to um, get Dom Young for this year, and they offered us Egan Butcher, which we decline. And then, and, but well, this is only for a year. Yeah, and then they've offered to Satili Tupanua, right? <laughs> he's only back till like round fifteen, and then yeah. he's got to go back to him next year anyway. Yes. Well, Roosters, come on, we're not. We're not cuckolds here at the Knights. Like, I think we should just hang on to Dom Young. He's done a whole preseason. He seems like a decent enough bloke. He's obviously going to put in 100% for the Knights. Just the decency of the Roosters to even think that you can offer those boys for the remainder of 2023, then go back to you next year. Roosters, I've got tell, one thing telling you. One thing telling you. I've got a couple of things telling you. It's not going to happen, boys. One thing Remember round you. one last year, 2022? We knocked his off the fucking... First game of the year. Oh, man, I just, I just want to continue with the Roosters. He's fired up. How, He's not getting his words out right. He's fired up. How can they keep on signing all these players? Because, oh, I'm sick of this argument. You can't. Def- you they're, can. They're, how? How can, they, how can they afford all these players? Because they stay there for less because they're going to win a comp. Stay there for less. I reckon that's fucking bullshit. That's such a bullshit cop-out excuse. I'm fucking so sick of people saying, oh, they stay there for less. Bullshit. You can't tell me Uncle Nick Politis and Mark Burris is going down the local golf course, going, oh, let's play around a nine, going, oh, I'll bet you 100 grand in holes, I'll, I'll bet you in this hole. Next minute, Nick Politis is lining up on the fucking front green, oh, well, the front green at Bondi. He's hit it. He's shanked it right into the bush. And old buddy Dom Young, all he has to do is get his putter out and drive it a putter because fucking... Nick Politis is already four or five strokes over. Oh, look, I've lost by... I've, I've accidentally lost. Here's 100 grand for, for your win on this hole on hole nine at Bondi. It's an absolute piss take. At the end of the day, they still have to turn the, the same set of books in that Newcastle do. And I reckon... I don't know, like... You look at the Moses Eels situation. Moses doesn't want to go to the Tigers for more than what Parra are going to give him because they're not going to win a comp. The Tigers have no chance of winning the comp. Are the Eels a chance to win the comp? Not in my opinion. <laughs> we'll get into that later. I'm just saying, Nick Politis. Oh, mate. And you know what? Yes, I like, like them. Dan, I'm, I call it, I'm, I'm a realist. And you, you call it, you say I'm quite a pessimist. But I reckon people, these players stay at the Roosters for less. Stay at the Roosters, but they're going, but also going there. Yeah, I reckon so. Like, look at Melbourne as well. Like, Melbourne did it for years. Maybe not so much now. How much less? You t- how much less are we talking about? Like fifty grand less, hundred grand less. Okay, but when it's like four, five hundred yeah, spread grand, across spread across a squad of thirty, Dan. It, All right, so hundred grand per player. That's three million dollars. I know, I know, but it's if just, everyone's taking hundred grand less, it's just classic it, example. Connor Watson, he did exactly that. Doesn't make sense. He left for less. No, he left for the. He, it was three fifty, and the Knights. I'm quite confident. He left for less. He went to the, he went to the Roosters, right? Yeah. So the Roosters offered him three fifty, but the Knights only offered him three hundred. So the Knights go right. I will match him for, for three fifty, and then they said no. So he went to the Roosters. That was he said that on the Hello Sport podcast the other month. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. So he went for what fifty more? Yeah. Well, the, but the Knights said we'll match it, but they're like, well, no. Which I I don't I don't like. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I don't agree. I believe the Knights should have thrown the money at Connor to get him at least stay for four four hundred and fifty thousand a year. Different story. <laughs> That's why the Knights can't afford to keep players, mate. Because they pay someone. 
Like who? Overs. I don't think we are paying players overs at the moment. Well, like if if you if the Roosters can get him for three fifty, why are the Knights going to pay him for four four hundred four fifty? No, but if we offered him, but the thing is, the Knights offer him four hundred. No, you not do that to every single we, player. The Knights didn't offer him the three fifty in the first place. They're going no three hundred. No, no, we're not giving it. So he's going. Well, I'm going the Roosters then. So he's come back. He said to the Knights, "Yeah, well, the Knights, the Roosters are offering me three fifty. Like, what can can you beat that? They go, oh no, we'll just match it. Obviously, you're going to fucking go to the Roosters. It's well, that's a different go. story. Case in point. It just, yeah, I, I, it's something sus going on at the Roosters, and I'm I'm not tinfoiled hat like that, but it's really starting to so fucking. So you piss just me said off. what I said. So he said, "Can you match it?" Did he say, "Can you match it?" Or he's can you gone, beat it? He's gone back to the Knights saying, "Can you beat it?" And then the Knights go, "No, we'll match it to three fifty. We're not paying you anymore." So he leaves and goes to the Roosters. Yeah, for the th- for the three fifty. But the Knights should have offered him the three fifty in the first place, and he would have signed. He admitted that. He goes, if they just offered me a decent contract in the first anyway, place, we spent too long on this. I reckon people will go to the Roosters for less and stay for less. Yeah, well, fuck the Roosters. That's my opinion. And fuck Steagle's chicken. Look what you did to me. <laughs> well, that would be a scary sight for your first introduction to Planet Earth, wouldn't it? I fucking love my Newcastle Knights. Oh, baby. Newcastle, 6-6, 66. Let that sink in, Campbell. All the way in through the mouth, straight down to the Budu. Fuck the dogs. And out the Bunda. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you reckon is worse at the moment, the dogs or the tigers? Or the dragons. Dogs or tigers? Or the dragons? No, I I honestly think the dragons would... Put 66 on both of those teams. I honestly could not believe Newcastle yesterday. That was incredible. And how about a special mention for the goal kicking too? Like, he's ele- he was 11 from 11. And normally the kickers for Newcastle Knights couldn't kick a dead cat. I have a conspiracy theory on why Ponga's been playing some good footy. He's got a new missus, mate. Oh, He's got really? a new bags of kisses. Bags of kisses. Hugs and kisses. No oh, shit. Hugs and kisses. Man, I'm just so excited. Newcastle, 66, a club record, mate. 6-6. Six, six. It was certainly a triumphant win against the paper mache defence of the doggies. You know, we, we went down to Sydney yesterday. Well, I didn't, but they went down to Sydney yesterday. Backs against the wall. The whole world was what, against them. What do you them. mean backs against the wall? Mate, we're a cl- proud, established club. 1988, coming to this... New South Wales Rugby League competition. And, you know, just yesterday, just to put 66 points on those Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. It's just a big fuck you to every other NRL club out there. The Knights, we're back. I've backed you every time. Oh, yeah, Don't listen back. to last week's podcast when I said I'm off them for the rest of the year. We don't worry about that, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put that in the bin. How much do you reckon they're paying to make the... The top eight? Yeah. Oh, mate, after that weekend, they'd be paying a dollar fifty-five to make the top eight, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, for sure, mate. What uh, are they paying? They are paying to make the eight a juicy $17. $17 for the Knights to make the top eight? Yeah, well, but I don't know. Like, the way you look at it, you think the Cowboys are almost a certainty to get in, so someone else has to come out. $17? That's, that's value. Mate, after yesterday, Manly is still $7. Not that I think that's a good bet. Your eye, like, so you're, you have good eyes. That you're legitimately... That's not for the premiership. That's... To make, to the, make eight. the eight, yeah. No, the Castrians out there. If you love a but punt, so how many wins have they got? Mind you, <laughs> six. Mind I you, think. you know, you know. Yesterday was their second away win for the season. Yes, correct. And we're hidden form. We're finally hidden yeah, form, Camber. That's, that's a good record, mate. So probably to make the top eight, you need twelve wins, half, half, half your season yep. full of wins. 
they're currently on six wins and a draw. So I think <laughs> if they were to win five from their next, well, there's uh, nine rounds to go. They're a chance. We're, mate, we're a Which chance. After that, yes, huge no, outside. Jackson Hastings, oh, Towson Gamble, Leo Thompson. Leo Thompson does go hard. Leo Thompson, you are an absolute legend, mate. He's a big boy. Actually, he's yep. a rugby union convert. He is. He is, mate. I went to uh, the Prince yesterday to watch the game of a few boys and uh, mm. um, waxing lyrically at the top of the Prince there. And all the boys, like they, they um, the whole team, they come back to the Prince, the Knights boys last night. And uh, that doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, but the biggest surprise of all, who's there? Uh, Coach Adam O'Brien and Peter Parr made a special cameo appearance, making sure the boys were, all, you know, staying out of the cubicles and like, or making sure no one was going sick. And you know, I think um, Peter Parr was actually there to make sure Greg didn't miss the bus. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, where's Greg? Wait, wait, don't leave yet. <laughs> actually, I met a bloke uh, yesterday. Shout out to Zach. He was saying that he was in Brisbane the week that Greg missed the bus and he was at the nightclub and he reckons he might have been the reason why he missed the bus, even though this was the night before the bus trip in the morning. Apparently he was in some mosh pit and he was lost and they're all going, Greg, you're a legend, mate. And he's just like, yeah, boys, yeah. And then he walked off in the mosh pit, still looked lost. So maybe, maybe he didn't get out of that mosh pit and that's why he missed the bus. Yeah, but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, seriously, sixty-six nil club record. I um, fucking terrific. Where do you get to watch it or highlights? Jeez, it's a bipolar uh, situation. You being a nice supporter, <laughs> mate. It's a love-hate relationship. Ebbs and flows. I, honestly, if I, if I didn't give them that spray on the podcast last week, I don't know if they would have got up for the sixty-six nil victory yesterday. I think I think that victory comes down to you and I, Cambo. Oh yeah, no worries. Always stuck by the Knights. <laughs> Always, mate. And you know what, mate? A bit of respect there. You know, don't leave me hanging. Love, love our Newcastle Knights. Uh, yeah, so. Oh, God. I, actually, I changed my Who fa- do they run into this week? That's I got the boy. question. Got the boy. Got the Moses M. Boy. Yeah. Ran into. Um, That'll be good for them. When I ran into Adzi last night, Adam O'Brien, nickname base, because oh, I, yeah, ch- yeah, I yeah, changed yeah, my yeah. Facebook profile picture to Adam O'Brien. <laughs> That's and, and I showed him, and Adam O'Brien comes, he goes. Mate, my wife won't even fucking put me in her profile picture. Thanks for that, mate. And then he, then when he shook me in, he goes, also, thanks for backing me as the Knights coach. I was like, mate, I've always backed you, Adzi. Love you, brother. <laughs> and then he said, get your fucking hands off me. <laughs> well, that would be a scary sight for your first introduction to planet Earth, wouldn't it? Tino, the Bulldogs offered him shares in the pub plus $4 million over four years, I believe. That's yeah. um, pretty, that, that's pretty one way to get a player over the line to offer him shares in a pub. What do you reckon on that, Cambo? Well, I think a common misconception is it's not just shares in one pub, but it's shares in the laundry group. Laundry group. Of hotels, mm. yeah. Yeah, but look, like the way they'll Have make... Have you been to any of their pubs? Yeah, the locker room at uh, outside of Core Stadium. Have you been to that Woolamaloo? Woolamaloo. Hotel. Oh, Campbell's been hanging around me too much. He can't get his... Willamaloo, Yeah, they reckon that's a pretty mad show. Right, they're not bad venues, the old laundry group. Mm. The money laundering, that's where they got the name from. And if they want to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> the Dan and Cambo show a few shares, we'll be up for that too. I know just uh, me in general, if I was a professional athlete and, you know, money here, money there, if an NRL club's going, hey, big fella, we want to offer you a pub, some shares in the well, pub. That's, that's apparently back in the day. That's why um, you know how all the old dogs sort of talk about like how um, Benny Elias is pretty minted. 
Oh yeah, he invested in um, a few pubs, didn't he? No, he um, when it was coming around to contract time, he like said to the Lees Club or something like something along the lines of, "I'll take a little bit less, but I want three houses behind the Lees Club." Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh no, I have like one of the boys at work told me about this yarn. Yeah, yeah. and he, he he apparently he's real cluey with his uh, the old he Johnny Cat. Yeah, yeah, he sounds that way. I'm I'm thinking, right? Oh, Tino say. Metaphorically, accepts the pub. Like, I know it's different venues, but say it's just the one pub. Tino's your publican. I don't know if Tino's kind of the guy that I would want as my publican at my locale. Yeah, it'd be fucking loose as wizard sleeves. You might as well. <laughs> like, you know, you go and see him. Uh, you know, t- Tino was born in Orange. Yeah. 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 Shame dog. <laughs> let's, Tino, let's not even not get, from Gimby. Let's even get started on that with all the other players. But I'm just thinking, Tino, we. Runs in when Matty Burton and Dane Gago. I just had six schooners after a Friday knockoff at work and Origin, and they're trying to punch it on. And Tino comes out and chokes buddy Matty Burton. You know what? Your publican going out and choking blokes at the local pub. Oh, mate, it needs to happen sometimes. Believe me. Yeah, this is the country coming out of you, Cambo. But I don't. I think the Bulldogs (laughs) going to be a little bit. I think the Bulldogs going to be a little bit smarter. And you know, Tino maybe should stay away from that pub scene. <laughs> I'll do one night back in Bathurst. I got to do this blue with this bloke out the back of the pub and they kicked him out and my mate actually had, he honestly wore a shot for, for me. <laughs> like this guy's going to punch me. He's going straight past my face and I just went, <laughs> it's hit me mate, fair in the bugle. Anyway, he had blood pissing out of him everywhere and so they turfed old mate and we're out the front with the bouncers and like I knew the blokes and they, and I was like, oh, fuck, I suppose we're just going to go home now. And they go, oh, no, you're right. If you just change your shirt, you can come back in because oh. my shirt was fully fucking ripped. And, yeah, you just went up with the cousin's car, got to change your shirt, straight back in for a dalliance. <laughs> There, there's a common theme with you and getting drunk at country pubs and it's it's, it's never your fault, is it? That's always good to know. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think what publicans out there, what NRL players would make great publicans, Campbell? Oh, just off the top of your head. Like, you know, you know you, 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 you've, you've knocked off work and, you know, you don't want anything too big. It's uh, it's a Wednesday afternoon and, you know, oh, I might go and enjoy a few beers before the origin tonight. You walk into the pub and the publicans there, which NRL player do you reckon be make a great publican? Oh. I don't know. Surely Jakey Jabrovich would be up there. Like, yeah, like oh, yeah. come in, boys. Come hey, on, fellas. Hey, hey, you going, fellas. Come and sit down, boys. Like, well, what can I have you? So, oh, we'll just grab um, two news, boys. No worries. Has it been a busy day? How's the day going? How's work going? How's the family? You know, Jakey, Jakey Jabrovich. Oh, you know, don't worry. Don't worry about paying. Yeah, you know, mate. The first one's on the house, boys. And, you know, I reckon he'd be one of those um, pubs bring out, like, free little chicken wings and that. place them down there. Boys, boys, just make sure you get a feed in here, right? I reckon he'd be unreal. Old Jakey Jakey um, Gerbo. Yeah. The other ones off the top of my head. Um. <laughs> Tooves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. That's ridiculous. <laughs> come on. It's actually, that's actually a tough one just off the top of your head on who would be like a real good public. Like blokes like you don't want Cameron Munster as your, your publican because that's just uh, be reeks of bad, bad show. news. Oh, uh, I tell you, tell you who could run a pub. And he'd be <laughs> him and him and his assistant coach would be on the seckies, Dean Young and Todd the Rod Payton, <laughs> the, the the two cue balls. Oh wow, that's it's, you're not wrong there. Sorry, mate, not coming in tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever he's on TV, yeah. I just turn the sound down and video him and say that, eh? <laughs> that old Toddy Payton. How many had done? Yeah, oh, yeah, he'd be a good not bouncer. Toddy Payton would actually be an unreal bouncer at your local pub. <laughs> 
Well, that would be a scary sight for your first introduction to planet Earth, wouldn't it? You know, all year I've been calling like the Newcastle bricklayers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I think like the bricklayers on the What's New on the Castle podcast is kind of like the equivalent to the Hello Sports nut truckers. Yeah, that's a very good point, actually. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> the, yeah, so Hello Sports nut truckers, the What's New on the Castle, our equivalent's the bricklayer. So a rugby league player that, you know, does all the tough stuff, doesn't have to be a forward, doesn't have to be a back, you know, doesn't necessarily ma- matter if they've played rep footy, if that's origin or representing their country, it could be any nationality, but it's got to be look, they got to look physically like hard and demanding and look like they could lay a brick on the job site. Mm, just get in and really do the tough stuff, driving that wheelbarrow through the mud, you know, just the... Oh, just getting <laughs> the sand and cement and just, you know, just... Shirt off, shovel, doesn't matter about the size of their rig, if they're muscly or if they're fatter or if they're small and short like a string bean like yourself, Sammy. Doesn't matter what they look like as long as they can just mix that cement together. I thought the OG bricklayers were the best on the uh, weekend too. Old Hastings, Gamble and Elliot. Hastings, Elliot and Gamble, they were fucking terrific. And that's what I mean. I've got a list together of what I believe the top five greatest bricklayers for the Newcastle Knights in the, the last 25 years. Hit me. Hit you, hit you with the list. Righto. So the top five Knights bricklayers of all time. And number one, and these players aren't currently playing, so I'm not going to include the likes of Gamble and yeah, Adam yeah, Elliott, yeah. et cetera. So the top five Knights bricklayers. First one, Jeremy Smith. Jeremy Smith, yeah, he, he looks like <laughs> he could lay a brick, doesn't he? Yeah, just go down and get some mud, mate. Yeah, but he'll be one of those ones on the job site. Like he, he's like... You know, he gets in there and he's yelling orders, going like telling all the the, the bricklayers' assistants, like the labourers, going, "Yeah, okay, we need this, we need that." And he's got the string line going, and he's, you know, he's fucking just like real physical, and he's trying to get everyone like on the side, trying to get everyone just to get start working. Two pies for Smoko every day, and he's the one that calls Smoko. So yeah. you know what I mean? So like, if Jeremy Smith's like he's laying these bricks, nobody has Smoko to Jeremy Smith goes right out Smoko, and everyone just you know sits down and just mm. listens to him. I could see him having a ciggy to it at um, yeah, Smoko. yeah, 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 but nut. not. not while he's working, no you know, he's, he's, he's sensible. Yeah. He's sensible like that. So Jeremy Smith, number one. Number two, I've got Mitch Barnett. So Mitch Barnett's still playing, but he's over in New Zealand at the moment. You know, he just he's physical line running and he can fucking smack people in defense with those beautiful shoulders of he's. And I reckon I could see him carrying with the, the brick carries. He can hold five, reckon, five nah, bricks at once. I I reckon, s- he'd be a trailer. I reckon you reckon you could see yeah, uh, you could see Mitch Barnett on the trail, yeah, 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 yeah right. I can see Smithy doing the tough stuff, and yeah, yeah, Mitch on the trail. yeah. I feel I feel like Mitch could be a good bricklayer, but yeah. yeah. Number three, the Bush Ranger, Kurt Reddleton. Kirk Reddleton, remember him? He, he oh, played with the Knights maybe. in the early mid thousands, and then he went over to the Melbourne Storm. He had the big bushy range oh, beard, like Ned no. Kelly. He, yeah, I do mate, he, he is so he's definitely a bricklayer. I could see where he. Like obviously being a bigger bloke, he stopped playing footy, so he's he's on the he's mixing the mud and that. But he's the one who's got a ciggy in his mm. mouth. And you he's see the Keith Galloway era. Are they? Were they? Yeah, yeah, the same yeah. So he was a tiny bit before Keith Galloway. Yeah, but yep. yeah. I could I could imagine Kirk. He's got a ciggy in his mouth. He's got the shirt off. It's forty degrees in the Newcastle and the Hunter Sun, and he's you know he's just carrying bricks around. He's smoking one, blowing out the other. He's got a bit of bum crack showing. I think Kirk would or yeah, around the back. Yeah, yeah. I could see. I could see. Sunburned to the fucking emac. Yeah, e-max. yeah. But he's got like a nice tan on him, but, <laughs> but he's really, really burnt. He doesn't put sunscreen on because he's just he doesn't have time for that because he's just getting into it. A little bit more quiet. He's not like your Jeremy Smith. I feel like he would. He just he's just a worker and he's just getting into it. Yeah, what what's Jer- I can I can only see Jeremy being a bricklayer. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have got two more. The next one. Big Red, Joel Edwards. 
Joel Edwards. Joel oh, Edwards yeah, and Ginger yeah. Hattie. You whack some people, I feel like. Very similar to your Mitch Barnett. You know, maybe a bit of trowel work and, yeah, he finished finishing mm. touches a little bit maybe. Yeah, it, yeah, I can see a little bit of it, I suppose. A little bit of bricklayer about him, but, he, like, I feel like he's just doing it for a bit of short-term cash because maybe he's at uni and, you know, he's <laughs> he, his dad's going, oh, mate, you need to find some cash in the in the uni holidays. Oh, weeks in a couple of weeks. And you go, Joel, just, you know, go start handing out... Um, Helping out some blokes at work, and he's going to go on as a bricky labourer. I hope number one's better than that. No, <laughs> <laughs> and last one, Ben Rogers. We talked about him the other week on the podcast. Man. When Ben Rogers, he's the one that hit Daniel Vito in uh, Canberra. He, he's also been in some off-field incidents, which just <laughs> just like all bricklayers, they should. They've all they should all go to the pub and punch on with their mates after a big hard day of on the tools, on the bricks, mixing mud. Yeah, there's no not many uh, bricklayers with a clean slate on the criminal record, surely. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's why Ben Rogers. Where was Clint Newton? He, he, uh, yeah, he's too busy in his suit and tie these yeah, days, mate. You know, he might be running the business. He might be running the Newcastle bricklayers. Yeah, he's, he's, not, he's flat out doing his job in the office, let alone... Yeah, well, that's the man. He runs the business. He doesn't give him the tools anymore any, anymore, Clint. He has that suit and tie on. But there's, there's the bricklayers of Newcastle, I think. Not bad, not bad. Not I bad. that five. <laughs> well, that would uh, be a scary sight for your first introduction to planet Earth, wouldn't it? We're playing last minute standing, so the way it works is it's quick fire. I'm going to give you two players. You decide between them. Yes, yes, I've seen this. I've seen this. this is um, one of your better segments. I lo- love this one. So we actually have good segments. You, you, you. You, I, you know, I get the patrollers. They agree with me out there. I don't agree with the patrollers on a lot of things, but <laughs> I do agree with them on this one. This is a very good, this is one of my favourite segments you boys do on the Instagram and TikTok. So glad to be part of this one. So here it is, last man standing, greatest Newcastle Knights players of all time. Ooh, Knights players. Yeah, here we go. Well, you're wearing Knights. We have to go with it. Yep. So Dan, moment of truth. We're starting strong. Kalen Ponga or Ben Kennedy? I'm going to Ben Kennelly. Ponga wow. gone, Ben Kennelly. Wow. Premiership winner. Yeah. <sighs> Premiership winner. You know, Ponga, yeah, eight games in a row going for nine, but BK, Premiership winner, Bricky. <laughs> the <laughs> runs are on the board. Yeah, so. runs just runs on the board. He's he, Even though he come from Canberra and then went to Manly, yeah, well, <laughs> when I was a Premiership, and you know, Premiership's talking the hunter, so BK, at this stage, Ponga could... Yeah, but they are right pretty, now. They are pretty rare in the Hunter, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben Kennedy or Kirk Gidley? Oh, the greatest interchange player of all time, the uh, Super 14. It's just Knights or going Origin in that as well? Just Knights. Okay, BK. Wow. Wow, huge. Ben huge. Kennedy locked him in. All right, let's go two forwards. Ben Kennedy or Chief Harrigan? Oh, Paul Harrigan, 100%. Yeah, BK, great player, great lock forward. Slash back row, but Paul Harrigan, absolute beast. You know, 97 premiership winner, played through some a lot of hard times in the Hunter, went through a lot, especially, yeah, early 90s or late 80s, went through earthquakes, went through a lot of uh, adversity around that time. Paul Harrigan went through it all, so definitely chief there. Wow. All right, Chief Harrigan or Andrew Johns? Now, this is where it's going to get controversial. I'm going go. to lock in Paul Harrigan for the greatest Knights player Whoa. of all time. i tell you right now Shut why. Shut the lights. Turn it off. Front rower, myself, Paul Harrigan, front rower. Bit of respect there. Knuckle, chief beauty. No, Joey John's obviously greatest player of all time. And that, yeah, like he doesn't really, does he need the more, recon, uh, what do you call it, recognition? Paul Harrigan, right? Super League War. Have you seen the docos yep. on the Super League War? There's a big reason why Andrew Johns and Matty Johns and a lot of those Knights boys stayed in the ARL to play for the Newcastle Knights. And it's because of the Chief. It's because of Paul Harrigan. It's because of that's gold. 
it's a big reason why Joey Johns was such the great player he was is because of Paul Harrigan. So maybe there's no Newcastle Knights if it wasn't for Chief. So Paul Harrigan, the Chief greatest Knights player of all time. Wow. Wow. So there's no point even asking if Danny Badiris is going to top him. Oh, let's go Betsy. <laughs> <laughs> After all that yarning. Yeah, yeah. Wow, no, de- cheap definitely cheap. Wow. Yeah, that yeah, rattle. yeah. Very good. good. Obviously, like, you know, playing ability is two different positions and that. Yeah. But like the story of yarn here, Paul Harrigan, he's such a significant figure in Newcastle folklore, you know? Yeah. Like the 97 Premiership, he's the captain of the time. He got all the boys to stay in the ARL because a lot of those boys, like a lot of the boys did leave the club. You had yeah. boys like... Brad uh, Brad Godden and uh, McCormack and that they all went to the Hunter Mariners and you know there's no um, Newcastle Knights in that ARL there's no ARL competition yeah. you know like yeah. so it, it was massive for the Chief to get all those boys there so just to bring everyone together and win that Premiership in '97 that's a lot of that's got to do with Chief so yeah. Yeah. Was he also there for 01 or did he retire by then? No, so Chief retired in 2000 or 1999, I okay. think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 01 was a bit more of a younger side, like yeah, Steve Simpson's yeah. great player, back rower, um, BK, yeah. um, Tahu, yeah. uh, Robbie O'Davis, he played in both of them as yeah. well. Did Joey play both? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Joey got uh, – he was Clive Churchill in 2001. Yeah. I was yeah. going to ask, ask is this in the quiz the other night. Do you know who was the Clive Churchill in 97? No. Nah. I'm going to guess Chief. No, no, no. no. Darren Albert. Robbie O'Davies. Robbie O'Davies. That was another egg shot we would have had to That would have been another egg shot. Yeah, yeah. So he was the Clive Church. He scored a double in that game as well. He sat down and watched that whole 97 grand final. It's always playing on Fox League in that time. It's definitely worth a watch because, you know, Knights hadn't beat Manly in – so many games, yeah. you know, talk about stats the week The stats on. are coming out right now, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that, definitely one to watch yeah, the trollers right. out there. There you go. If these aren't on meth or ice or something like that. <laughs> 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 we should cancel this play. <laughs> <laughs> that would that. be a scary sight for your first introduction to planet Earth, wouldn't it? Obviously, we've got that in the intro. One of your, I'm going to call it a catchphrase. It's like, <laughs> the, the, we need to hear you, Newcastle, like, how does that something come about? Is that something that's built over time or is that like, oh, I put that in my back pocket and one day you just come out and said it or was it day one? That's something I'm going to say. Like, like talk us through talk yeah. us through the we need to hear you because all the listeners love it. We love it. All the Knights fans, everyone we talk to, they they think it's incredible. Like, talk us through that. Look, it's, it, as I mentioned that very first night, and I can't remember who who the Knights played against in that first game, but it was a, it was a night match, probably a Friday night match. And as I said, mate, my, my heart's pumping through my chest. I was as pumped as I could have been. <laughs> so the team, you know, we've done the team intros and we've done the, you know, introduced the two teams onto the field. And I don't know how it happened or where it happened. It certainly wasn't a preconceived idea. But just as they went to kick off, I've launched into, we need to hear you, Newcastle, <laughs> in that very first game. And when I, I did it and the crowds erupted and I thought, and oh, that worked all right. We might we might try that again next week. The light, the light bulb moment, which yeah. is um, it's it's we we honestly reckon it's made your career. It's like such a <laughs> who would have thought like such just like a small catchphrase, not a catchphrase, but you know such a small intro to a sporting game, but has so much power behind the Steel City and Novacastrians in general. Like my childhood memory is going to the footy with mum and dad with the. You know when you play junior footy, you get that free junior pass yep, with the yep. Knights emblem on it. We used to go sit on the hill and. You know, dad would, mum and dad would have a couple of beers with their friends and all the boys would be fucking running and tackling each other on the hill. But you could always remember that, we need to hear you. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's, it's, and 
I reckon I've done... I was trying to think about this today, how many games I've done in Newcastle. So 21 seasons, 10 or 12 games a year. So we're getting close to over 200 games. So I've, I've done it Veteran, over 200 yeah. times. But it's... Um, I still get as as pumped doing it and hearing from the crowd. Like the, it's the job that I do. The biggest thrill that you get is that sort of call and response type reaction, where yeah. you say something and the crowd responds to you. And and that little we need to hear your Newcastle moment. Sort of it, it came from a moment of spontaneity, and it's become part of our our match DNA. Day. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's something that I um you know each week as we head into kickoff, we go through the headshots yep. and we introduce team on it's i get a real buzz out of doing it um each time as well and you know there's every now every now and then i've had some videos of parents videoing their kids doing the same thing and saying i know we um it's very cool i think we had we used to run a voice uh voice message segment a few years ago and people used to do it all the time (laughs) we're like sending your best glenn hawks and um we'll go through the best ones well that would be a scary